Welcome to Rugged Theology, where we talk church planting, theology, and drink coffee. And welcome to another episode of Rugged Theology. I am your host, Adam Diamond, and today we're going to be going through some more stories of our staff. At Calvary Baptist, we have made this month all about evangelism, and I'm sure you heard in the last podcast about the church retreat we just came off of where we did some evangelism training with uh, the head of evangelism for our denomination, the Canadian National Baptist of Canada. Sorry, (laughs) I always get that mixed up, the Canadian National Baptist Convention, Um, so the CNBC, and that was a fantastic time together where we just really learned about sharing our stories and how important that could be. Um, so the last story you would have heard would have been Robert Noble, and today we have his sister-in-law, Mrs. or sorry, Miss <laughs> Catherine Robinson. Hello, yeah. Uh, so Catherine, you're our newest intern here at Mile One Mission. Yep. How's that been? Good. It's been really good. Let's let's pretend that uh, <laughs> let's pretend Jennifer will not hear what you have to say. How's it been? <laughs> It's been good. I do mean that. <laughs> Still good. That's good. That's good yeah, to hear. Yeah. I do mean it. Um, so you grew up in the same town as Robert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which was what? 500 people. Uh, middle Iron. Middle Iron, 500 people. <laughs> well, but, well, small. I just think about how small it is when people ask. So. Well, upper arm, lower arm. Um, we called it the cove. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> No, it was upper just, arm. <laughs> <laughs> so many things in Newfoundland are called arms. Or yeah, like Robert's, or, arm, Robert's arm. Robert's arm. There's Joe Bat's arm. Yeah. I even seen a too good arm. Oh, it must it must be, just be too good to live there, right? Mm, yeah. Waiting arm. for a leg. I don't know when they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, we don't have many legs. We don't here. have any legs. No. <laughs> <laughs> no leg to stand on. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's talk about your story a little bit. So your newest uh, female intern. Uh, It's always great to see women feel Mm -hmm. a call towards ministry Mm -hmm. and just trying to work out what that looks like. And you're here for a 16-week internship. Yeah. All right. So hopefully hopefully, uh, you get the most you can out of this. Mm -hmm. Um, But for the meantime, why don't you tell us what was like growing up in Middle Arm? Um, What what was it like growing up in church? When did you come to faith? Mm. Let us know a a bit about yourself. Yeah. So um, I grew up in a Christian home. Um, We were going to a Pentecostal church in Middle Arm. And, um, you know, I come from a family of musicians, so we were always, like, like my mom always played in church and stuff. So um, I, like, did worship and stuff in the youth group and Mm -hmm. things like that. Um, I feel like for, like, my personal, like, coming to faith, um, it's funny, when I was, like, eight years old, I remember one time we came home from... I think it was like an evening service or something. And uh, mom was like in her room or in the bathroom or something. And I slid a note on the, under the door saying I wanted to like get saved or whatever. Um, <laughs> and then she like came in my room and like prayed with me and stuff. So um, I guess that was <laughs> me. Like that was the beginning of my personal relationship with God. My dear, I got um, saved underneath a pew in the evening service. <laughs> I heard Pastor Dale Vader speak about hell, and I was like, yeah, I don't want, this seems like a good idea to believe in Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't go to sleep 
and I just prayed a prayer there. Didn't tell mom and dad. I went home, went to bed. Didn't tell mom and dad at all that oh. I prayed. Like, I didn't. I just kept it to myself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was very much like mom <laughs> as a kid. So, yeah. So uh, how how did that change over time? So you know, you you slipped that note under mom. <laughs> mom, I want to get door, saved yeah. right now. Yeah. Um, how did your faith mature over time? Because I know for me. Um, like I've made that confession around six or so mm-hmm. and nothing really changed a whole lot. I would tell my friends about Jesus. Yeah. But it was when I started attending youth group for me that I started being like, what do I really believe? Yeah, that was exactly. the, for me. So what, what was that like for you? Yeah. Um, I feel like, well, when we're kids, I mean, we're just like, I feel like if you grow up in church, you're just like, okay, well, I want to get saved. You're little. So you just pray with your mom or your dad or whatever. And then you're just like, okay. And then you just focusing on little kid stuff. So Mm -hmm. I feel like you don't really think about it until you are like, you know, in your teens or whatever. So I had a similar experience, like just going to youth group all the time and like just having a desire to like know more. And like, I mean, my mom is like a devoted woman of God. So like I always seen her like reading her Bible and stuff and she would like, it's really sweet. She would like open my Bible and lay it on my pillow Hmm. and stuff. Um, I feel like in my teenage years, I did struggle a little bit with like, you know, do I want to please God or do I want to please my peers? You know, Mm -hmm. like where do I, where, what actually matters to me? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, Um, but I feel like I've always loved the Lord and always, I knew I wanted to always be in church and, and be devoted to God. I just didn't know how to do it. Mm -hmm. I don't think. So growing up, were there were there would have been many Christians as as when you were a teenager in your community or your school? Um, well, not really. There's there's actually like a huge divide between, like, not a huge divide, but like there's clear like okay, like these are the people who go to church and mm-hmm. these are the people who don't. Yeah, we were called churches. Yeah, exactly. Not, right? not, not very original, but that's what we were called. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like you know some of the kids in school who didn't go to church or is, is like uncomfortable with us or like not sure whatever. And it's the same for us. Like, you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of like, we don't know how to mingle. Yeah. How to interact with each other. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you said you kind of struggled. So like we, we kind of trying to figure out like, you know, how do I interact with these other people mm-hmm. who aren't Christians? Like yeah. what, what was that like for you? Well, see, that was the thing there. There weren't actually many young people in the church. Mm-hmm. So, one of my best friends growing up was from an unchurched home and and stuff like that. So, um, there was definitely like influence of like, like values. Like I would spend a lot of time. So you're seeing things conflicting, like what you're being taught and now she's living a different way. Yeah. Yeah. And where where do I fall on this? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there wasn't many, there wasn't like, um, community in the church for children I felt Mm -hmm. and I was always kind of like a standoffish kid anyway so there just wasn't much connection and that is higher in a small town Newfoundland yeah exactly it is I mean you Mm -hmm. don't have always have these big families you don't always have these big ministries Mm -hmm. Um, mom is from pools called down beta spear Mm, Um, that's a very very small community Um, there's a couple churches in the community actually but I can remember we went down there some sort of youth event. Now there might have been like maybe ten youth in the community. Mm. Um, there was one girl that was faithfully attending the church, mm. and um, I can remember having a couple conversations with her and being like, "This must be really hard." And mm. she was just so relieved to meet other Christians yeah, from the exactly. same age, yeah, and be like, 
I'm not. I'm. I'm actually not kind of totally alone in this. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Um. So, when did you feel like you know you started to mature in your faith? How did that mm. like? Did you as you grow up? Like, was there anything that stuck stands out to you growing up? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I feel like the turning point was fairly recent. Okay. Um, yep. Yeah. I. I'm very impressionable. So like I really was longing for um, Christian friends, I think, because I will like I need support and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, when I started coming to Calvary and like coming with my sister and stuff, I feel like the turning point may have even been um, the women's conference. Like it was just very encouraging to be around that many women who loved the Lord and, and that was like the gospel was truth Mm -hmm. for them. And it like, it wasn't, okay, well, what do I do with this? And like, it was just like, no, like this is truth. And I feel like that was what I needed there's something deeper for you there. Yeah. 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 Um, so you didn't experience much of that growing up or did you just kind of coast along? Well, like it, a lot it, of kids do kind of coast along. In yeah. Um, well, gospel, the gospel was truth in my home, mm-hmm. but because like, I mean, we spend our lives in school yep. or, you know, it was very like gospel was truth at home, but I was also like at school all the time. So it was kind of just like, I, was not devoting my life to it. Mm-hmm. That and was the main, that was the main thing is that like love the Lord, just not my focus. Yeah. So Very it, distracted it was by number one at that time. Yeah, exactly. Right? That's how I would sum it up. Yeah. No, that's, that's good stuff. And I, I kind of reminisce with some, or you know, kind of relate to some of that because yeah, um, there are a few Christians that for me growing up in high school, but when I went to post-secondary, mm. um, I swear to you, I was probably the only Christian mm. at college in North Atlantic and Stephenville. Yeah. Everyone went to bars all the time. I'm like, where am mm. I? God, yeah. why'd you put me here? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you said there was a bit of a turning point since coming yeah. to Calvary and going to a women's conference. Mm. Um, why did you come to Calvary? And what was your experience when you came to Calvary? Like, why did you keep coming back? Yeah. Um, well, the reason I was coming to Calvary was because no matter where I am, I tried to go to a church, right? Right So on. I was, uh, I come and visit my sister, so I would just go to wherever she was going. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I came to Calvary, everyone was very sweet. <laughs> um <laughs> And I just loved, I just loved everything about it. Like I loved the music. I loved the preaching. I loved the people. Like um, we say all the time, like, you know, like when you're in a body of believers, like it's a little glimpse of eternity and stuff. And it really, I really felt that like, like, oh, we're brothers and sisters. Like it was just really cool. Um, yeah. yeah. No, we, we experienced that too when we came to Calvary. Um, we had just come out of, I think I was still actually had my credentials with the PL now when we started heading yeah, to Calvary. Yeah. And everything's so different. Mm. I mean, for me, I found it very different. I found the liturgy different. Mm. I found some of this music different. And I was like, where am I? God, mm. why am I here? Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know, I'm here now. I started with my own mission. Like, I'll, you know, submit to the leadership here. Mm-hmm. Won't cause any trouble. <laughs> uh, so I, I had I had my own little journey. Yeah. Um, but the people were a big draw. Mm. They really were. It was yeah. a smaller church and people were so welcoming. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know what your first Sunday was like, but for me, uh, it was a good Friday 
And there was no kids ministry because mm. it's Good Friday. So, and Sabrina was working. So I come over Ray. She's about two and a half. And she was an absolute terror. Yeah. And I remember <laughs> one of the fathers came over to me like, I know what you're going through. I've been there. And that spoke volume yeah. because I'm here thinking like, I'm going to start to see with my own mission, like or I'm applying. And mm. uh, I was like, you know, I need to be known to them, not just some weird, not just some stranger. Yeah. And yet my first Sunday there is like my kid is an absolute terror child, right? <laughs> kids will be kids. <laughs> they will. I mean, you know my son now. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone knows Isaac when he comes and he's the one that screams. Um, <laughs> he's a sweetie though. But uh, so, yeah, so the, you people are really nice in that. So what's your experience now that you've come to Calvary and you've been attending a, a few mm-hmm. times? Like, have you gotten to know people a bit more? Oh, people, yeah. People still sweet? Or is that just yeah. like, just to get you into the <laughs> Oh, no, definitely. People are very loving. And and um, I think another thing was just, uh, I felt like I was learning a lot, like just being exposed to like new styles of preaching and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, and like you said, the liturgy and... Um, something I really loved was, um, like the call to confession and assurance and stuff like that. I really thought it was a cool way to like bring everyone on the same page, like kind of make everyone involved and be like, okay, like actually think about what you're doing. Yeah. And that's the goal. Yeah, exactly. Right. And not growing up with that. I mean, we had our own type of liturgy in the sense that you would have, you know, your certain type of fast songs first, yeah. lower, more impactful yeah. worship songs after kind of mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> Prayer was a certain spot, so you still had your own liturgy, yeah. um, but it wasn't just as, you know, well laid out mm-hmm. or specifically, you know, yeah. in your face kind of thing, right? Yeah. Um, so you mentioned the women's conference and basically people just taking the gospel as truth, the Bible as truth. Yeah. Um, why do you think that spoke to you so much? Um... I think the thing that I loved was hearing Laura Perry's testimony. Anyone who doesn't know it, um, you can look it up or whatever, but she has a beautiful story about God never leaving her or forsaking her. And mm-hmm. um, I think that just really resonated with me. Yeah. So it was a moment that you just like, yeah, I need to take this more seriously kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. I think, well... I feel like the only way to explain it is like finally being able to turn completely towards God by his grace, but like just being able for that to be like, it's not an add on to your life. You know what I mean? Like, so it was a moment that you're like, yeah, no, I really, I know I believe this. Yeah. Right. Mm, You know, it's like, you know, grow up in high school, like you said, it's kind of like, you know, I still have other things to experience, but I still kind of believe this. Yeah. And that's a typical mm-hmm. high schooler as a developmental yeah, exactly. thing as like well. Being able to turn from. Yeah. So you made the faith, you made your faith your own. Yeah. Right? It was exactly. no longer, no longer your parents' faith. No yeah. longer I was just raised this way. It's mm-hmm. like, no, I actually believe this. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that was the turning point for you. Yeah. Um. So what has the women's ministries outside of that conference been like for you at, at Calvary? Um. It's been wonderful. Um. Like I had never been to a Bible study before. So going to ladies night and Mm -hmm. like studying the Bible with the ladies has been such a blessing. So. Yeah. Sabrina has said um, that she's gotten so much more theologically confident, Mm -hmm. but not only confident, but also confident Mm -hmm. in what she believes and the fact that she can go to scripture and 
she's never been one to read her Bible much mm. um, growing up. Yeah. Um, now she is, but she's also able, she's hearing things and she's like, wait, that doesn't sound very true. Mm. And she'll come to me and be, you know, run it off me. I'm like, no, you're right. And she, yeah. she gets right, she gets moments where she gets right giddy. And she's yeah. Like, yeah. No, I got it. Oh, right? yeah. Right. It's I so exciting. It. <laughs> yeah. But that's one thing I really do appreciate about Calvary and uh, our women's ministry director, Jennifer Winger, mm-hmm. um, that, uh, how seriously we take the fact that we want to train our women for, for them to be theologically confident and mm. biblically literate. Yeah. Right? You need to be able to read your Bible, and there's no reason why mm. a woman can't know theology or yeah. know Absolutely. why she believes it, what she believes, yeah. and, you know, what it means for her life. Yeah, absolutely. So you're here at Milo Mission. Mm-hmm. You're a few weeks in. Um, <laughs> why did you, you know, apply for Milo Mission? Honestly, I just couldn't get away from it. Okay. Like, I was nervous about it and I felt very inadequate because like mm-hmm. I said, I like this was, even though I grew in it, grew up in it, like this was very new to me personally, but I, I just could not get away from like feeling like I should apply. I should apply and yeah. give this a shot. I really just felt yeah. called to it. Yeah. So how has it turned out so far for you? What has the experience been like? Um, it's been good. I've, I'm still, I'm just trying to figure out like my, like what God's purpose is for me and mm-hmm. what my gifts are and stuff like that. So, um, it's, it's been a learning experience and honestly just a blessing. Yeah. So is ministry what you thought it was or have your eyes kind of been open to something? I don't, I don't really know. I just, I don't think I really had a preconceived idea. Okay. Yep. So this is kind of just like what it is. You know what I mean? Like it's not, it's not a disappointment. It's not a shock. It's not like, it's just, yeah. So one last question for you now. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) So um, now that you've been here for a little while, you've got some time left. What do you hope to get out of the rest of your time left? Like, is it going to be skills? Is it going to be personal development? Um, Is it just going to be, you know, more confidence in what you believe? Or maybe just direction and where God wants you to go. Probably all of it, <laughs> all of those <laughs> things. Um, definitely direction, and um, I've I've really just been the second anyone's talking about the Bible ever, I'm literally just like all ears, like I'm just trying to take in everything and and just. You're like a little sponge. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I d- I just want to like. You've, you've got the hunger for God right yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. I just, I want to um, just like know what it is we believe and why we believe it and and just learn about the truth mm-hmm. and and figure out, you know, like God gives us gifts and he, he has a plan for us and I just want, like he has a purpose for my life and I just want to fulfill it. And I'm basically like, I just am navigating that and, and learning to trust him in mm-hmm. that. And, and, you know, like learning my identity in Christ and things like that. Yeah. That's, that's great. That's good. That's really good to hear. Cause it, we, we want everyone to be discipled mm. and, you know, ministry, whatever that looks like as an internship can always be different. Yeah. Um, not everyone is called to be a women's director. Not everyone's mm-hmm. called to be a church planter. Sometimes yeah. it's administration. Sometimes it's just developing um, the seeds that God has put it in the ground and yeah. cultivating that a bit and seeing a deeper growth. Yeah. And I don't, I'm, 
I'm not very like I don't have like specific goals. I don't I don't know why. I'm just not like that kind of person who has like I want to do this and then I need to do this. I I just want what God has for me and I'm just trying to you know. And that's, that's refreshing in the way honestly like I just want more of God. I want more yeah. Jesus, I want yeah. more of the Bible. Mm. Um and that's great. And so if you're listening, I mean this is our internships, you know, can have a variety of purposes mm-hmm. for training, um, deepening your, your knowledge of the Bible and even who you are in Christ, learning that, and also what ministry just looks like behind the scenes. Yeah. If you're curious about ministry, yeah. um, this could be something for you to apply for and think about doing. Yeah. Um, one last question. I lied. <laughs> Do you need an ARC? Because I know a guy. <laughs> 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 That's brutal. <laughs> All right. If you've been listening, I apologize for that last joke. Um, but we also have a couple more stories coming up in the next couple of weeks. Um, until then, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you again next week. Mm-hmm. You've been listening to Rugged Theology. Rugged Theology is brought to you by Mile One Mission. If you want to know more about Mile One Mission and our work in Newfoundland and Labrador, visit www.mileonemission.ca.